0: Welcome back to the Good Earth Podcast. This is Abby with Christians on Campus, and we're excited to be back with episode 74, the sixth in this semester's series, Life in the Gospel of John. Last week, we saw the case of the divine life meeting the need of the unrighteous. This week, we're seeing a new case of life meeting someone's need. Have you ever felt that you were trying so hard to be something and kept falling short? Have you experienced not having the strength in yourself to meet your need? This week. We're in John chapter 5, seeing the need of the impotent man by the pool. Stay tuned to hear Jake show us how life meets the need that religion cannot. We're picking up with our series on life and the Gospel of John. And so we've kind of just been going little by little through the Gospel of John, and we're, we have an emphasis, we have a lens that we want to see this Gospel through, and that is life. And that is John's emphasis. And life is a person, Jesus. So it's so good that we can enjoy Him as our life as we get into the Word together. So, John chapter 5 is going to be where, where we're going to hang out today. And I just wanted to start by sharing the story of John 5, not exhaustively, but just the general summary. So it says that there is a pool called Bethesda where people who are sick, paralyzed, they have some kind of ailment that they need healed from, they will go to this pool, Bethesda, and they'll sit around the water. And an angel will come periodically and stir up the water. And whenever the water is stirred up, The first person who's able to get into the water is healed of whatever ailment that they have. So if you're sick, you want to be there, but you don't just want to be there. You want to be there with expectation. I need to get into that water and forget all these guys. I got to be the first one. If I'm even second place, it's not happening for me. So there's a man there who has been in his illness for 38 years. I'm 28 years old right now. (laughs) If I lived 10 more years, there's someone who would have been in their illness for for as long as I've been alive on the earth. It's really, I mean, it's hard to imagine. And it doesn't say what his illness was, but it says that he was lying down on his mat. And he also said... I have, okay, the Lord came up to him and said, do you want to be well? And he said, I have no one to bring me into the pool when the angel stirs up the water. I get up to try and go. Someone always beats me there. But he even needed someone else to try to help him along to get there. He's never going to make it. 38 years he still hasn't made it, still hasn't gotten into the water to get healed. So eventually, thank the Lord for this, the Lord in his mercy, he just spoke. He said, rise, take up your mat, and walk. You haven't met the requirement of the pool. You haven't done what you've been trying to do for 38 years. But here I am and I'm willing to heal you. So he takes up his mat, and then the Pharisees see him. It's the Sabbath day. So on the Sabbath day, you're not even supposed to pick up your mat and walk. The Pharisees see him doing that, and they they persecute him. Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? He says, he who made me well, he told me, rise, take up your mat, and walk. So it, it's quite amazing. The Lord heals this man who's been suffering for so long. And re- okay, you could say that this, this, uh, this story is a picture or a representation of what religion is. So I know sometimes religion can kind of be. Um, used in a positive sense, and that's okay. You know, some people say, oh, you know, recently I've been wanting to become a little bit more religious. Like, And what they mean is, I want to know the Lord more. That's wonderful. But the best way to define religion is this. I'm just going to kind of write it in an abbreviated way. Something for God Christ. You know, if you think about the Jewish religion, among all all religions, that's that's the one. That's the true one. Their God is the real God. And the real God spoke to his people. And he gave them some really precious items. His speaking, which is his word, his holy word, the scriptures. He gave them the holy city, Jerusalem, the holy temple, the feasts to worship the Lord. All these things are wonderful. I mean, is God's house not precious? Is his holy city not wonderful? However, imagine if you you have his word, you have the city, you have the temple, you have the feasts, and yet God himself comes among you and you don't have him. Wouldn't that be terrible? But that's the case. In this situation, the, the Pharisees are there. They're taking care of the Sabbath day. They're making sure no one's walking with a man. And they're, uh, the Lord says later in this chapter, they're searching the scriptures. They're carefully going through the word and they're looking for something there. So they have his word. They have Jerusalem. They have the temple. They have their practice of the, the Passover and the Feast of Weeks and the Feast of Booths and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and but here's the Lord Jesus himself in the flesh among them, and they don't see him. So that's how we can define religion, even though this is the best one. Write God, write scriptures, write everything, but you need more than that. You need the Lord Jesus himself. You need his presence, because guess what? 38 years, this man didn't get help by religion. They could say, okay, just try harder next time. You missed it this time, but just, you know, do your best, get somebody who can grab you, man, and bring you into the water, and you'll be healed. That's what religion can do. It can tell you to go somewhere and do something But what we need is Christ. What we need is life. And you know what's amazing is this man had been in this for so long that the Lord comes, asks a very simple question. Do you want to be well? And instead of just saying yes, like the answer to the question is yes, I do want to be made well. He says, well, sir, I don't know. I just every time I go to get in the pool, every time I try to... um, Here, you could put the law here. Along with religion, you could also say keeping the law, the commandments of God, which is a good thing. And the Lord did that. The Lord fulfilled that. But again, trying to do that without Christ. No supply, no way, no possibility. All religion can show you is you can't make it into the water. It shows you what you need to do and what would happen if you did it. You know, in the the Old Testament, God said, if you keep all the words that I have spoken to you, you will have life. It's amazing. Like, if there's a human being on the earth that could hear all of God's law, the commandments, the ordinances, everything, if you could actually keep every single one of those, you would live. You would have life. But who could do that? Who can do that but Christ? Only the Lord Jesus can do that. So if we have, if we have this and no Christ, we have no hope. Another 38 years, we'll still be sitting at the pool and nothing. So, I believe the Lord does come to to us many times in that situation. We're convinced. Um, You know, we, we also have a lot of precious things. We have the Bible, we have prayer, we have Christian meetings, we have Christian books. But I think we all have to be honest with ourselves. Yes, all these are wonderful, but sometimes it's not that easy. The way that the day is going, Lord Jesus, I would really like to read my Bible, but I I just don't know if I can, and I don't know if I have time, and I have homework, and I have things to take care of, and I want to pray. But when I go to pray, I can only pray about a minute, and then I lose steam. Or I told someone I would pray for them, and then I forgot. You know, the meetings, sometimes you oversleep. You miss the Christian meeting you wanted to join. You have a Christian book on your shelf. I have many books on my shelf that I've never read. I'd like to read. I don't know if it'll happen. All of these things are from the Lord. They're precious. They're just like what Israel had. And, And even they can be a way to help us to experience the Lord. But if it's without Christ, we're just sitting at the pool. And we're just trying to get into the water. And the Lord is right here. Jake, do you want to be well? I'm like, well, Lord, I don't know. I I tried to read my Bible, and I, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to get it done. And I could just say, yes, Lord, I'd like to be made well right now. I need you right now. Thank you for coming to me. I haven't done the good thing. I didn't check the box. No one is belittling these things, so please, please read your Bible. Please pray. Please go to the meetings. Please read Christian books that help you. But just know, sometimes there's going to be a day when it doesn't happen. And the Lord is not looking at you like, come on, when are you going to get in the pool? I sent the angel. They stirred up the water. Why aren't you going? He just says, Do you want to be made well? So, to have a conversation and have an experience of being healed by the Lord, it's so simple, but we have to open up our heart and open up our being to allow Him in that moment. Just to forget, in a certain sense, forget all this. Lord, amen. All these things are precious. I didn't do it yet today. But here I am, and I love you, Lord, and I just open to you right now. Lord, I want to be made well by you. I have a lot of illnesses. I have a lot of things in the Christian life that I cannot do, even in my human life. I have a lot of responsibilities I don't do that well at taking care of. I'm a new dad now. You know, I'm probably not doing the best job at being a dad, but the Lord can come in and meet me. In my, uh, here's a word: impotence. This is the inability, our utter inability to do all the good things of the Christian life, to be the the proper Christian. It has to happen. But we're not able to do it. We really we need Christ. We need to open to him, let him come to us, pray these simple prayers, say, Lord, Lord, come in. I need you for today. I need you for my Bible reading. I need you for my prayer. I need you to get me to the meeting. I need you to help me get into the books that open up the word. I love you, Lord. This is how we can get saved every day from religion, which can't help us, and get to Christ, who is life, who will meet our need and heal our situation. I learned that the incapable man who couldn't walk was so stuck in his ways of getting to the water, getting to the pool, that he thought it was the only thing that could heal him. And he missed the Lord at first when Jesus asked him if he wanted to be healed. He depended on that water so much that he didn't realize that all he needed was Christ to be healed. We don't have to be these perfect Christians that read our Bibles and pray. We should do those things. Those are good things, but not just to check a box. We should do those things while seeking Christ, because only in Him do we truly have life. Join us next week for the continuation of this series, right here on the Good Earth Podcast.